Welcome everybody to Pastor Rob's podcast today. We have another exciting show for you today. And uh, I have sitting here next to me Evangelist Shamgar Deathbridge again. Our flaming young evangelist is preaching for us here at Clovis PCG through Thursday night. Every night at 7 o'clock we are meeting for prayer at 6 o'clock. Just an incredible time uh, with the Lord and revival. Last night's services, again, were just absolutely incredible. And uh, Brother Sham, Shamgar and myself have been kind of discussing it before we came live on podcast. But we're really impressed with the altar services. People in the altars weeping, praying for a long time. Yes, That's how you can tell, brother, when the Word of God touches people, right, Brother Amen. Shamgar? Yeah. You can tell when the Word is doing its job and when the evangelist is doing his job fasting and praying and and uh wow the altar service last night was just absolutely incredible uh i'm really impressed with how long our altar services are lasting that's a that's another really good thing so anyway um i also understand as a preacher and as a pastor uh that you can't have results like this um that we see in the altars without the powerful message and anointed message of God because right we we don't bring people in right right brother Deathridge we don't right. bring people in we don't convict people no God that's God's job yes. he does that but to see God do it through a man is um really really humbling and yes. so that's what's been happening to us uh I gotta tell you last night's message masterpiece for me brother absolute masterpiece i i don't even know i i can't even come up with the right adjective to describe you know the message last night but i'm, I'm just going to say wow um let's talk about the title of your message i i was so impressed with the title when when i i got to be be honest with you i was a little envious when i saw your title last night i said <laughs> Why couldn't I think of that? You know, I loved your title of the message, brother. It's I got to tell everyone what that was. It was, they drew water out to pour it out. I, wow. Tell me about the message title before we get into the questions. I I know that wasn't on our list, but the message title was absolutely incredible. Tell me about it. All right. I, when I read that scripture, I don't remember when I read it exactly, but it kind of jumped out to me. And that they purposely just drew the water out of the ground just to pour it out unto God. And I didn't really bring that out in my message like I wanted to last night. kind of got carried away. But they specifically pulled something out just to pour it out to God. And I wanted to kind of bring that out last night. And I wish I would have better. But that if we would purposely bring our lives and bring things out of us, they specifically drew the water out to pour it out to him. And I thought, Lord, if we could just bring our lives like that and start pulling out of us just to give it to God. And, and that's that's kind of what jumped out to me, and I don't always get it across like I want to. But It's funny that you say that because I can't tell you the times I go home and I tell my wife, I said, Honey, I felt like I had a really good word from God, but I feel like the delivery was not exactly like I wanted it to be. But in reality, 
God's people are still touched and embraced by the word. Yeah. You know, none of us would have even noticed that last night, brother. You brought that thing out last night in an incredible way, and it moved us. It motivated us. I mean, people were standing up shouting with you, brother. I mean, there's no doubt you brought that out. Uh, You know, why else would we be here today on the podcast discussing your message and some of the things that you brought out last night if it really wasn't performed the way God wanted it performed? Yeah. We may think that we didn't deliver it the way we felt it should have been delivered, but God has a purpose in the word. And that's why we rely on the anointing, you know, anyway, it's powerful. Well, let's get into question number one, because this is power. We're going to talk about this. And, and to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our evangelist, uh, evangelist Shamgar, him and I, we, we like discussing the word. And so prior to the podcast, we were talking about these things and, and, uh, so we hope they encourage you as much as they encourage us today. So the first question, uh, Brother Shamgar, is why is it so important for us to be empty before Jesus? I mean, that's really what I got from your message last night. And I thought, man, is there some things in here as a pastor, you know, that I, and I think all of us could relate to this because none of us are perfect and there's things that we're always constantly working on. Even sure. Paul said we got to strive for perfection, right? right? All right, so I thought of this scripture, so let's talk about it. 2 Timothy 2 and 21, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, yeah. sacrifice, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared for every good work. Yeah. Now, of course... You brought all that out last night, so I'm going to let you talk. I, I, you know, why is it important for us to be empty before Jesus? Well, I mean, Paul really brought it out there, and I just kind of put it in my, my own layman terms of just that if we want God to pour into us, there's we've got to empty out of ourselves, and uh, you know, I and that's that's the key to. If we're going to be a vessel of honor and be a vessel for God's use, and you know, last night I began to talk about how sometimes we see people and we th- and we envy what God has poured into them, but we don't ever look into what God has poured out or they have poured out unto God in their lives, and because everything comes with a cost, nothing is free, and you know that. If we're going to have anything from God, we've got to pour out unto God. We've got to be an empty vessel there. In fact, it seems like God God wants empty vessels. He, when the widow woman of the her husband that had died was a prophet and they were incurred this great debt, and the man of God said, well, go find all these empty vessels. And he didn't tell her, go find half full ones or this or that. He said, you go find empty right. vessels. And then... And it seemed like the emptier things were, the greater God worked in the matter. God's not God's not looking for people to bring something to the table. He's just looking for people to be an empty vessel. I love that. Because I love what that old saying said, God doesn't call the qualified, but he always qualifies the called. And and God God wants to use our personalities and our traits, but God doesn't need who I am or what I am. I need who he is, right. and I need what he can do for me. Outstanding. And 
I just want to pour out my life unto him in every aspect. And if I'll do that, he said, he pour into me. John said it simply this way, that John the Baptist, he said, I must decrease right, so he can increase. Oh, that's really good. He had to empty himself out. Yes. So that Christ could be increased. Wow, yes. that, that is a powerful thought. Really yes. good. Well, you know, unfortunately, when we're talking about these things like being empty, and I just thought of this, Brother Shamgar, so this is not really a question on our list, but why as pastors and preachers are we afraid to mention some of the things that we need to let go of? Why are we afraid of, of offending someone? I mean, let's, let's be honest. We, we use it in loose terms. We say the world, right? We, yeah. we need to empty ourselves of the world. Sure. We're okay with that. Yeah. But we're not okay with like, you know, addressing some real serious issues in the sure. church that people are struggling with. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Alcohol. Sure. People in the church are really struggling with that issue. And God can't use us, right? When we still have this stuff in us. Right. We got to let it go. Right. So why are we afraid? Why are we afraid to confront it? Well, I guess it can come back to that thing if there's some things in us that we haven't emptied out. And so those, you know, whether it's, and it's not the same with every pastor or preacher, but maybe it's, you know, I, we, we become, we come start running, we, we've started running churches like business and we start counting dollars and we start counting heads and we don't look at it with the eyes that God looks at it. And so there's those things in us and, and I'm not, it's not a one size fits all with every church or pastor by no means, but I feel like there are some things in, 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 in our lives is we have to make a choice. Are we willing to pour this out into God and do it God's way? Really, that's what it, when we're pastoring, it's, it's, are we willing to pour out our life in this pulpit and do it God's way? And pour it out unto him and say, Lord, I don't know how you're going to work it out. But this is, I'm giving it to you. Praise God. You know, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, the latter part of 2 Timothy 2.21, prepared unto a good work. Yes. We're not going to do a good work when we're full of ourselves, when we're full of flesh, we're full of right. these things. I mean, I, I want everyone to know Clovis Pentecostal Church of God, we don't believe in social drinking. Right. We don't believe in it at all. Amen. We believe that it it restricts you as a person in yes, Christ. It does. And uh, I'm not buying into all that. I'm not going to buy into that I. stuff. Neither you know. So yeah, we we've got a. It's important for us to empty ourselves out if we really yes. want to be a, a vessel used for God and honor. Amen. All right. The second question is. Uh, what did Jesus empty himself from? I mean, he was our greatest example, right? Yes. And he had to empty himself as an example to us of some things. And what were some of those things that he emptied himself from? Now, I, you know, I, again, I, a scripture came to mind, brother, last night when you were preaching. And so it's in uh, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, 6, 7, and 8. I don't know if I'm going to read all that, but I, I, I want you to hear it, our audience to hear this. We discussed this already. 
Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7, powerful. But made himself of no reputation. I'm, I'm going to let you take take the, uh, take the wheel on this, brother. <laughs> T- tell us about this. Well, made himself of no reputation. I'll say this. As I've, all, I've heard this verse, but bro, you brought this out today, that that word reputation, when he said, but made himself of no reputation, it, in the Greek, it means he to make empty. And, and and I never knew that. And I, you, you told me that, and I thought, oh, that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, loved us enough, and he saw the plan. The plan, the Bible says that from the foundations of the world, the Lamb of God was slain. Praise that was God. the plan. Praise and he God. come down, he said, this is the plan, but I got Hallelujah. to empty myself. Yes. And I, I don't want to ever forget that the plan of God is great, but it requires me just as much to empty myself. That Jesus emptied himself of of who he was. Made yes, himself he empty. He uh he restricted I, I like using the word restricted, or maybe a better word is humbled. I yeah. don't know. I He submitted himself. I could yield maybe. to what you think, you know, but um yeah, he submitted himself. And so he had to he had to take out of himself some things in order for him to save us. You know, I love discussing this and talking about this because one of the one of the things that we talked about was that he restricted his presence while he was on the planet. Yeah. You know, he couldn't be because he was in human flesh, he couldn't be everywhere at the same time. Right. But in the same respect, he knew everything that was going on. Yes, he did. Right? Yes, he did. So, it, I mean, we'll never figure God out, will we? No. We'll, we'll just never no, figure we, it out. No. He's He's infinite and our minds are finite. Right. It's we, we can't even grasp of who he is. But yet we're clearly told that Jesus did empty himself. Yes. He but, let it all go. Yeah, but that's the key is... He made himself. It's nobody poured him out. Right. It's, that's right. That's that's the thing is he it wasn't he lacked any ability. He just set it aside and said, For the greater plan that my father has for these people, I'm right. gonna set it aside. Right. So yeah, that's it's just incredible to think about, you know, and, and to think about that process, you know. Of, of Jesus doing this for us because he loved us so much, you know, yes. and he cared so much about us yes. that he was willing to do this. Now, we know that he'd emptied himself clearly because of some of the things he said, right? Like, right. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I'm spitballing here, but remember when Jesus said, I've come to do the will of Amen. my Father. Amen. And so how many people can actually say that, Brother Shamgar? Unless they're really empty, right? Yeah. I came to do the will of my Father. Talk about that for just a minute. Yeah. Well, and that's what he said in the garden. He said, yep. Lord, not my will, right. but thy will be done. Yes, he was He was emptying himself out that's of, right. of his will. And I you know, I think that's a big key in, in our, our Christian walk. If we'll empty out of our will, that, and it's, it's, we, we forget the significance, and I, I don't mean to go too long, but the significance of that Garden of Gethsemane, it wasn't, 
it wasn't a place of pouring into it was a place of crushing where things yes. were were poured out but yes. that's where the the oil for the anointed would come that's where, where it would a, come a crushing and where before as my pastor in louisiana would say before we can ever have pentecost there's got to be a passion week there's got oh, to be yeah. a pouring out yeah praise god that's so. that's really a good way to say it well praise the lord this is going to include uh you know it's gonna um we're ready to move on here uh from the podcast we're so glad you uh stayed with us today this concludes our podcast today and uh we love you folks appreciate you so much and i'm gonna have our evangelist again pray for us and before we uh, before we shut this thing down brother shamgar would you pray for clovis pcg pray for us today uh, that that we will allow ourselves to be poured out for the work of God. Would you do that for us? Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, we thank come you, before Lord. you asking Just you to help Jesus. us, Lord, yes, Lord, to pour ourselves Praise out. God, that you'd God. bless this church here in Clovis. God, that you'd move. Praise. Lord, help us to yes, pour God. out unto you. Lord, that you yes. might pour into us. Bless Praise the God. listeners. God. God, help us, God. Empty Praise ourselves God. that we might be like Thank you, Lord, Lord yes, that you Jesus. might pour into us. In Jesus' yes. mighty name we Hallelujah. pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for today. We'll see you next time on Pastor Rob's podcast. We want you all to have a great day today. God bless you.